new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. And we are live. Welcome back, everybody, to the Success 101 podcast, live number 22, where we'll be diving into vision building activities number five and six today. I'm so fired up that you're here to join me today. And this is it, guys. This is the part of the book right here that I've been waiting to get into. Not that the other vision building exercises weren't important, because they certainly were. But a lot of what we've been going through is brainstorming. But today we're going to get to a really important crux of the book, and that is where you start laying out your legacy and laying out your vision for not the person you necessarily are today, but the person you are becoming. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do that through the book today. Don't forget, guys, if you want your own copy of From Success to Significance, the ultimate strategy manual, the same book that a lot of thoughts and ideas in these live episodes lately have come from, I'm offering that to you for free. All I'm asking you to do is cover the shipping and handling on that. I believe it's $5.99 on the website. My team has made it so easy for you guys. Just head to success101podcast.com forward slash the dash book. And once you add the book to your cart, there'll be a promo code or a coupon code there. Please enter success101 and all you'll cover is the shipping and handling on that. I cannot wait to get that out into more of your hands because I've received so many great comments so far on those of you reading through the book. Today, we're not going to have any sponsorships. I want to dive straight into this. So I could mention that the Human Charger is 20% off. That device I've talked about before that's like a sun in your pocket that keeps you from pounding caffeine, resets your circadian rhythms. Some of you have gone over to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger. And you've also entered in success101 at the promo code over there. I'm not going to talk about any of that because I'm so excited about diving in to this book. So without any further delay, let's go ahead and dive right in. Vision building activity number one, you guys will remember, was kindling your energy by making your highlight real. Really understanding those mountaintop moments in life that you were on top of the world, even if it didn't mean anything else to anybody else out there, it is what made you the person you are today. And those things that sear on your brain, though we have millions of interactions out there and we have millions of thoughts, those things sear on your brain for a reason. And that's because to you and to your unique personality and your unique soul and your person and yourself and everything that makes you, it meant something to you, even if maybe it wouldn't have for someone else. That's why it's your unique highlight reel. And that's why it's going to build a ton of energy for you. Vision building activity number two, I skipped for the time being. I will come back and tackle that before this thing's all said and done. But I've done a few Facebook Live videos and a few blogs on this as far as the pyramid flip. So I'm skipping that for now to get you guys into the new material that maybe you haven't seen yet. On last week's episode, you guys walked with me through vision building activities number three and four. Number three, identifying your unique ability and vision building activity number four, which was your to be list. One of my favorite exercises in the book. Today, we're going through creating your personal legacy and creating the bigger vision. Again, activities number five and six. And I cannot wait to hear from you guys that are walking through this with me this week on what it really revealed to you. Your personal legacy is likely one of the most impactful and profound activities you're going to go through when you reflect on the type of person that you want to be by the end of your life. And creating a bigger vision is something that most people out there admit to me they are weak at, they want to get better at. I'm going to show you the building blocks on how to do that today. So if you've got your own copy and you're following along in the paperback book or on the e-reader, 
At the bottom of the page, I'm on page 49, which kicks off vision building activity number five, your personal legacy. So here's the big question that I want you guys to ask yourself, and we don't do this enough, guys, but who do you want to be? Really pause for a moment. Really think about that question for what it's worth. Who do you want to be? Do you understand the weight of that question? Do you understand how much importance answering that question and working on that question and really wrestling with that question almost, if you haven't taken a lot of time to think about it before, do you really understand how important that is? This is the question that the vision answers in activity four that we went through last week, the to be list, spoke to in very much detail, which is who do you want to be? Now we're in activity number five, which is going to build on this. It's going to dive deeper into the layers of your ideal self, really the person that you're trying to uncover as you get to know yourself better through these activities. This activity is going to ask you to outline the legacy you want to leave behind when you're gone. For some people, this is not a comfortable exercise. For many people, it's something they've admitted never sitting down and doing before, but it's so powerful. And really, this exercise is intended to provide insight into avoiding the great tragedy of the person who meets the end of their life with a heavy burden of regret and longing. I'm sure many of you out there, directly or indirectly, know people who have felt like they lived a wasted life or someone who later in life woke up realizing that they had not accomplished anywhere near the significance they wanted to accomplish and felt like they had too little time left in their life to do so. By writing down your own legacy now, Years before the end of your life, you guys are going to be able to identify who you want to be. You're going to be able to take the reins and steer your life toward a life that you're designing, not simply a life that you're living by default. And having already identified those abilities you like and dislike, for those of you who have gone through the pyramid flip in activity number two, those of you who have considered your unique ability in activity number three, and you've brainstormed who you want to be in activity number four, At the end of activity number five, you guys are going to be able to prioritize what you want people to say about you, which will allow you to create a direction as to who you must be today so that you can fulfill that future legacy. So really imagine what we're trying to create here, guys, and why I want you to take so much time to wrestle through this and understand the weight of it. Imagine the day years from now when your dearest loved ones, your family, your friends, they're all gathered together. They're all there to celebrate and honor your life. If you had the power to craft the words on their hearts, what would they say? How would you be remembered? And what mark will you have left behind? Think about it. What are they saying about you? Will they say you were generous, loving, bold, kind, patient? Or will they be forced to speak euphemisms because, in fact, you are a hurried, self-absorbed workaholic? Let that sit for a moment, guys. I want to share my personal legacy with you guys, the legacy that drives my life to the utmost, the legacy that I want to review more and more the older that I get to make sure I'm steering my life toward a life of design and not haphazardly living by default. If you're reading along in the book, you'll see that on page 50, the personal legacy of Jared Warren is there in the middle of the page, and it reads like this. Jared Warren's life was certainly well-lived. He sought to place others before himself and lived a life dedicated to servanthood. First and foremost, he served his heavenly father and his precious family. Through challenges and struggles, he lived a life of integrity, commitment, and truth. Jared was a faithful husband, a committed and present father, a trusted friend, and someone who could always be counted on to do the right thing for others. Not only was he an incredibly hard worker, Jared understood that hard work was not important because of the success it could bring, but rather it was important because of the impact it allowed him to have on his family, 
loved ones, and those in need. He strove for excellence, not for personal gain, but for the selfless impacts his efforts made on the world. Jared's most significant contributions are reflected in the lives of his wife, children, grandchildren, and dear friends. His desire to seek service above self, faithfulness, loyalty, impact, and love for family abounds in his legacy. Guys, I want these words to come to life for you. My legacy example was thrown in the book just as that. It's just an example. It's the framework to help you guide your own legacy, but yours has to be specific to you. Consider what you want others to say about you when that day comes. And here are a couple of guidelines that I want you guys to consider if you're following along. When writing your legacy, be sure to examine your character, goals, achievements, contributions, values. Make sure you're not writing the legacy of the person you are today, but rather that of the person you're going to be tomorrow. Our minds typically don't have a lot of self-care. You're going to find it hard to write a legacy that truly describes the person you want to become someday if you're looking at who you are today. Rather, make it of the person you're going to be tomorrow, drawing from your to-be list that we did last week for your inspiration. And we give you guys a chance here in the book to write your legacy. And my hope is that you revise that thing quite a few times in order to get it to the way you want it to be. And then even continue revising it through the rest of your life as the years get better and better. As you live a life of design and you stay out of the ditch of living a life by default and realizing you've got a life of waste and regret. Okay, so I'll take a step back here, guys, because I want to make sure that you guys have gotten that framework. You're going to create a personal legacy. And remember, we want to make sure that even though you may use my legacy as an example, when writing your own legacy, be sure to examine your character, goals, achievements, contributions, and values that you see yourself having at the end of life. Do not write the legacy of the person you are today, but rather of the person you're going to be tomorrow. And remember to use that to-be list that we did last week for you guys to draw that inspiration, the things that you want to accomplish along the way so that others can then say you did those things at the end of your life. I'm really excited because I know the comments you guys are going to send in to me are going to be awesome of what you experienced and what you discovered about yourself in going through this exercise. Now let's keep plowing our way through as we dive headfirst into vision building activity number six, which is called creating the bigger vision. So here's why I was excited about tackling these two today. Until now, if you've been following along, until now, this book is focused on brainstorming activities that spark thought to your vision and cause you to take a big inventory of your life. You've hopefully noticed that theme as we've gone through these activities. Now it's time to draft your vision, and that vision is going to be the springboard to you creating your strategy. Hopefully you're seeing how these things are building on each other. We focused a lot on brainstorming, a lot of things that you're getting out on paper, a lot of things that maybe you've never taken the time to sit down and think about yourself before, or maybe not in this way. Hopefully that's expanding your mind. That's the whole idea of this ultimate strategy guide is to help you guys create a bigger vision than maybe you saw yourself doing previously. And really to give you the tools and the blueprint and the know-how to not only follow this book, but to then branch off into your own unique visions that you guys may create for yourself. I've loved hearing comments that people have sent in about their own vision building exercises unique to them that they are now instilling in their own life after using this book as a guideline. I want to pause for a second and stress this. Here's a couple of really important bullet point items or guidelines that I need you guys to follow as you go through this, or at least keep in mind. Your vision should be written in the present tense. So very different than activity number five that we just got through where it's written as it's being spoken at the end of your life. This will be written in present tense. It's very important you guys keep to that. And in this exercise, I want you to act as though you're already living your vision. 
act as if you're already the new you today instead of wishing to be that person tomorrow or at the end of your life. So for instance, instead of writing, my vision is to be such and such one day, you're going to write, I am such and such today. Likewise, if you were to say, my vision is to spend more time with my family, that's not quite as strong as a vision that reads, I am a family man dedicated and devoted to my family each day. There's a big difference there, guys. I know it may seem like semantics at first, but that's how the brain works. By stating your vision in the present tense, your subconscious mind will begin to embrace your vision. It's going to come to life. And the reason this is important is when you're going along with what your brain works best at and how we were wired to live, you're more likely to take action that supports this vision and actually bring it into reality. That's what we want, right? Our goal was not to create a book that people look at and say, hey, there were some great vision building activities there. I went through them. It was pretty cool. And I just moved on to something else. We want these activities to bring that vision into reality. Number two, another important point of consideration here is your vision should be positive, inspiring, and personal. Very important, that last one there, personal. Your vision should be something that touches you and moves you to action. Very personal, very inspirational to you and moves you to action. Some of the things on my list that some people may say are inspirational may not mean anything to you. And that's totally okay. That's why this is your vision. And number three, to go along with that idea, this vision is really going to be tailored to the way you work best and what's going to help you take action. It can be as long or as short, as specific or as vague as you need it to be to fit your needs. Some coaches and strategists out there suggest that a vision be just one sentence long and it be an overarching vision that speaks to each aspect of your life or what you're trying to accomplish. Many times, again, just based on the way the brain works, we don't have to have this long, drawn-out, descriptive, elaborate vision for our life that we won't review daily, we won't hold to, but some people work best that way. I know I don't. Mine needs to be a little bit shorter. And for the purpose of designing your life, guys, you've got to feel free to throw any concepts out the window that you've heard in the past of what an exact vision statement or vision description has been that you've come across out there. You've got to create something that works for you. And it could be simple or it could be broad and detailed. You've got to figure out what works best for you. So here's mine. Page 54 in the book, Jared Warren's vision. So that I can give my best to myself and those who count on me, I desire to be a man of God, education, and life. I have learned the hard way that impact, not income or achievement, is my calling here on this earth. The people I cross paths with are impacted by me either positively or negatively, so I will daily choose positive impacts. And guys, it is a choice. I am surrounded by people about whom I care deeply and who are relying on me to be an anchor. That's my vision in the present tense of who I want to be. And remember, guys, your vision can and will be modified, and you're going to start seeing a life with a new, fresh perspective and a new motivation as you modify that vision accordingly for who you are becoming, even if you're writing it in the present tense as we're doing in this exercise. The last bullet point on this exercise I want you guys to pay close attention to, again, just framing this as a guideline for you. I think this is really important. You should post your vision in a place that reminds you each day of its significance. I find that that's where many people fail in writing down their goals, having a plan to review those daily, they don't post it somewhere that reminds them each day of how important those words on a piece of paper are. In the book, we mentioned that Curtis's dear friend, Philip, printed a nightshirt with his vision written in reverse. Every morning when Philip wakes up, the first thing he does is brush his teeth. 
And he's there staring at that vision in the mirror. And since it's in reverse, he can see it clearly. Every evening, he repeats that same activity. Some of you guys might want to print a couple of versions of this shirt so you're not wearing an old dirty shirt all the time. Just FYI. But in the morning and in the evening, we all brush our teeth. You don't have to tell me to go brush my teeth. I'm just going to do it. When is it a better time to have my vision right there in front of me? It's genius. Many of you guys know I'll do a brain dump on the mirror at night. I'll take dry erase markers and I'll do a brain dump early in the morning or late at night. Not so much for my vision, but just things I need to put on my success list or an accomplishment list, things that I have to get done, an urgent list, things I have to get done tomorrow. I'll write those on the mirror so that they're the last thing I see each night when I go to bed. They're the first thing I see each morning whenever I wake up and then I can add to those. I take a picture of it and I'm off to the office with my list ready to roll. I understand for some of you guys, a t-shirt, that's going to be a little bit too far out there. I get it. But you can even do things like programming your smartphone wallpaper as your vision or beginning and ending each day by rewriting your vision for some of you guys that really love to journal out there. So I'll leave you with this, guys, as we wrap up the podcast today. As you build your vision, I want you to think about those people who are closest with you. Your vision, whether you realize it or not, and someday we will all realize it as we live life a little bit longer, Our vision doesn't just impact us. It may be all descriptors about us, but the vision is really going to impact in some ways more so people who are the closest with us more than it does us. How might the ideas in your vision be helpful to them? How might you changing as a person be helpful to the loved ones around you? And how might for you fathers out there and mothers out there, how might that create a legacy for your children and even grandchildren that because you were diligent with your life and because you did things by design rather than living haphazardly or by default, many generations are impacted by your actions. It gives me chills just thinking about how important the weight of what we're talking about here is. I want you guys to share these exercises and encourage your friends, colleagues, and family members to create their own bigger futures. Don't hide this stuff. When you see how it impacts your life, you're gonna wanna get it out there in the hands of other people. And I want you to explain to your family why it's so important for you to create this bigger vision and create a legacy of living by design. Once those closest with you, especially your spouse or a business partner or anyone that means a ton to you, once they know how important this is to you, how much more motivating is that going to be for them to be a big part of your life and encourage you along the way in the journey? So guys, as I leave you all today and we end section one of the book, From Success to Significance, we're going to be getting ready to dive into section two in the next live episode, which begins with the five components for creating your strategy. But we've shown you the framework of how to brainstorm big about the vision that you want to create or the person that you want to be. And now we're going to actually start putting the tools to work as we dive into the five components for creating your strategy. And that's what this thing's all about, is it's a workbook or a strategy guide to help you guys create an incredibly vision-filled life with actionable ideas to help you get there, which is why I call it the Ultimate Strategy Guide. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here today. It's been so fun having you along for the journey. If you would like to connect directly with me, the best way to do that is by email at info at success101podcast.com. Or you can catch me in the world of social media on Facebook at the Success 101 Podcast Facebook page or on Instagram under the name at Success 101 Podcast. Keep sending in your comments of how these vision building activities are impacting you and those around you. And I'll catch you guys on the next awesome episode of the Success 101 Podcast. Until then.